Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Two Girls, One Podcast. I am Lindsay. And I'm Allie. We're the girls. This is the podcast. Usually Boom, what we're we do... Done. <laughs> usually what we do is we talk about cool, weird, odd, interesting corners of the internet with the people who make those places awesome. But today... You just got us, babies. Ooh, that's a good tagline. The people who make those places awesome. That's good. Yeah. Five and a half years in, <laughs> we it found it. We found it. Uh, Allie, how's it going? I'm a mess. And I just feel like, uh, I just hate that I, like, there's some people who, like, have their shit together. Whenever I'm a mess, I'm just like, oh, typical Allie. You're always a mess. <laughs> those people are not me, so I'm not judging you. <laughs> also, those people are probably like inherently a little less fun. Yeah, maybe people don't want to be around us <laughs> all of the we time. We said it. We said <laughs> it. But they're, you're th- saying they're, with my chaos is also the fun part of my personality, and I appreciate. Yeah, that. yeah? it's it's like, a, like it's it. a balance, right? Yeah. I so think that's right. you know, it's well, great. I drop. I dropped my phone last night and I got oh, an that's Otterbox. That's not great. I know. <laughs> I'm an, I got an Otterbox because I'm a crazy person who flings her phone around and I've never ever broken it in, you know, Sorry, 15 what is years that? of. What is oh, an Otterbox? Oh, it's, it's like, like a super case protector. Oh my God, this case, yeah. is, this case like swears you won't break it ever. And I have an Otterbox. Yeah, and it's I like what, what construction you are. Construction oh, workers right, right. use it when they're like 12 stories up in the air building a building and they're like, even Sorry, if you drop your phone know, from up here. I don't know what Otterbox is because I take care of my phone. So Look, Matt, well, we know you're boring. So I have we get it. You're boring. <laughs> <laughs> I hold my phone with two hands. I'm so boring. I'm, I'm wondering if Otterbox is like going to pay for it or something. But anyway, so it's broken. And then just now my internet wasn't working. And I was like, if I can't <laughs> sign on right now, how am I going to fucking tell Matt? And Lindsay, that it's I'm like, just yeah, gonna ghost them. You don't like, I have can't a text- landline. <laughs> Even if you yeah. did, you don't have a phone book. It's inside your phone. I was so, so like, stressed out. Your phone book's inside your phone. Because I was like, I don't have a phone. My it's internet's not working. Phone. I literally, it's like wild in 2023 that I was like, I literally, I will have to send Lindsay you could a pigeon. Go, you could always just go to the library. <laughs> the library is a safe place. Nobody remembers this, but the library has internet connection. They have landline phones, like literally. Yeah, yeah but here's if the you other are kicker, ever Lindsay, lost I don't know or how to get anywhere without GPS. So I <laughs> yes, same. Can't get Damn. to the library right now. If you got to the library, you would not know either of our phone numbers to call us, and no, would the you internet. be signing into your your email. Gmail? Yeah, yeah. Would, would you know your yeah, password yeah, 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 to lo- yeah, yeah, to log yeah. in without? Like you know, a ooh, phone app or something. Ooh, That's you that, know okay? what? There we go. I don't think I. You can Would reset you it. You know your email password. You can't reset Allie. it without your phone. Shit. Yeah, that's right. Because you have two factor. Yes, Shit. you're cut off. Yeah, no, I'm cut off. I need. I to have to ask if I can make a long distance phone call <laughs> and then call my mom. That's the only number I truly know by heart. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You, you drop your phone. Internet's out. You might as well be dead. <laughs> Oh my or god! Just die. You disappeared. Nah. You I don't disappear. Anyway. I mean, no, you like, like you disappear. You 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 you're, you're gone, girl. Yeah. You just yeah. you Listen, just vanish. <laughs> I'm just having a day that matches my hair. I'm living in the '80s, you know. <laughs> it's the the '90s as well. Come on, I, okay. I didn't get my first cell phone until like right, but you like had a little bit of internet, you know. Sure, mm-hmm. it's true. But like, it's yeah, true. I thought about I going with 90s. And then I was like, let's go earlier. 
Let's, yeah, I had, I had I had an email address I think before I had a cell phone, right? That's right. Yes, you did for sure. I, I, I'm, I I'm willing to bet. Matt, uh, I but, hope so. That's what's going on. Me. Here's the other irony: is that I decided this week I'm only doing personal stuff. Actually, other than Two Girls One Podcast, because we also did an interview this week. But I was like, I'm only doing personal stuff. I work. I love working, but I work too much. All my personal stuff's piling up. I was like, I got to get a haircut. I got to make a doctor's appointment. So it is my personal week to take care of shit. And I just created more shit I got to take care of. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping well, it's good. not crazy expensive. Your phone just wants to be on theme. I know. No, my theme, theme was like, oh, you want to get stuff done in your personal life? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, I have a question, though. When you say drop, that means like, oh, just walk in. Oops, it dropped on the floor and like shattered and doesn't work. Like how bad a yes. drop? And you have a case on it. Like what the heck? Yes. Did it shatter? I mean, I don't understand what's happening because the case, it, the screen still looks smooth, but it's like all blue and bars. You know what I mean? Oh like it's gosh. not working. Right, right, right. Yeah. But like I could tell Siri to turn off my phone. So I think my phone still works, which is good. I th- I'm really hoping hmm. it's just like the display mm-hmm. is fucked. You could make voice calls. Yeah, okay. You could say, hey, Siri, call Matt and Lindsay. Right. Oh, my God. That's really interesting. I would interesting. have thought the, of that, but yeah. <laughs> the, the computer is working, but it's not reaching the display. So, right, if you can access. Yes, I'm really hoping can, it's just the display, but I heard even that is like at least 200 bucks. Expensive. Oh, it, I'm sure it'll be expensive. And I think, I don't know, how old's the phone? I mean, at some point, you might as well just get a new fucking phone. No, I just got it in June. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it's brand um, new. But life is good. Life is, you know, you're alive. It's great. It's great. These are, these are, if you're going to have problems, these are kind of some good problems to have. You know, it's not like you didn't break your leg, you know, you're not getting kicked out of your apartment. Don't, don't even say these things out loud. Uh No, (laughs) this is happening to someone. Someone somewhere is having that problem and you're not having it. So knock on wood. No, it's Thank God. You know, it's fine. Hopefully I'm going to fix today. Speaking of phones. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, yay! We have a voicemail this week uh, from an, an anonymous listener. They did not say their name, but but here we are. Yes, I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while now, and I have plenty of time to listen to them because I'm a truck driver. But I'm calling because I found your podcast because of the one y'all did about macrophilia and vor. Those are my fetishes I have. I've also thought about if I have a fetish in furry also. Considering. I'll say all y'all's podcasts that y'all do is incredible. And my fetishes that I have go back to, I guess you can say, a dark childhood that I I have. Mm. These fetishes just became a part of who I am because of my childhood past. And how dark it is. I've had uh, a therapist that helps me on it, help me understand it. All right. Thank you. And you have a great one. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. I actually like feel rejuvenated to like do this. I podcast. feel honored. I, I feel honored <laughs> to yeah, have like no, received do. that voicemail. For, yes, like, truly. I, do. I don't know. I mean, I say it all the time. I think that like, fetishes and and other things that we're afraid of like ai and things like that should be used to help people who are like exploring things that they need like either healing and or satisfaction from that is not necessarily like plausible or you know possible (laughs) that was like 
That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm so glad he called. I there's still a part of me that's like I'm in my bedroom. I don't know who listens to this. And like hearing <laughs> someone's voice, even more than when we get emails, hearing someone's voice is like, wow, like someone is listening to us and taking that away from it. And that yeah. made my day. And I don't even give a shit about my phone now. <laughs> we're traveling. Wow. Yeah, we're traveling we around with them on their on their truck. Hi. You Hi know, on and your I truck. I just want to say me. like, <laughs> and I say this in what I hope is like <laughs> how I mean it, which is that like, not the demographic I envisioned, which makes it even more amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean by that. Well, I don't, like, it's truly, I have no idea what demographic listens to us. Because every time I find out about a listener, they're totally different from the last listener that I found out about. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. It's All like, so different. Uh, they're different ages. They're different mm-hmm. countries. They're mm-hmm. different genders. North Macedonia. Northern Macedonia. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the two listeners in Northern Macedonia. <laughs> wow. Wait, this caller, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This caller illustrates exactly why our audience is so diverse, I think, is because uh, it's not like internet nerds only it's people it who come in from the things. specific yeah. community or fetish or whatever. And then, and then God willing, they keep listening. So yeah. thank you caller for coming into the show. Yeah. But then also listening to the rest of it. Like that's, wow. I don't know. You, you know how you watch a YouTube, you, you, you search for something or you get recommended something and you watch that one TikTok or that one YouTube video, but you don't subscribe and watch every other thing on that channel. But some people do, and for those of you listening who came in for some reason and are still with us, thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, truly. Oh my gosh, that like really what? Because I've been I've been doing this podcast now for what for Matt 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 and I. I mean Lindsay, you've been doing it for a while too, but Matt and I've been doing it for like four or five years. It's like uh, four four hundred years. So sometimes it's my, like I'm on you know, year two, right. so you guys have had yeah, to be yeah. doing it for five or six years. <laughs> yeah. You, you say the same number since I joined. <laughs> We've been doing it for four years, and I'm like, well, I've been doing it for two no, years. You're so. right. Like 2017, 20. Yeah. I mean, it, it has to like, be at least six years for y'all so i i just you know it becomes like all right two girls one pockets but it's like so nice to be reminded of the people that are taking something away from it mm-hmm. it's really that really made my day yeah um, maybe we need to do uh, this is like i think the second or third like vor community member yes that has you know reached out in the last few months and we haven't done a vor episode in a long while there's more to cover too yeah i don't know that i've even done one yeah you know to the listeners who came in through vor and we can also put this in the Mm -hmm. discord if there's another niche of it we should cover i'm down because i remember when we first covered it there's a lot of different aspects maybe i'll re-listen to that episode and see what what we what they said another angle we could do because it's really a big one and I, I yeah. we published an encore. I think I uh, encored it recently. And I was saying yeah, I in the little, the little preamble in the encore of like, macroph- exactly as this caller says, macrophilia and vor specifically, and a few others, but those two specifically are the ones where we get the most sort of influx, inbound of like people coming into our Discord, people emailing, people calling, saying like, I've never heard of you. I don't know what this is, but someone recommended this episode to me and now I'm a listener. Like that those two shows specifically are I would say probably the number one sort of like 
outreach inbound that we get. And it's just really cool. It's really fascinating. And also there, I don't, I'm, I didn't know until joining this podcast about most things <laughs> in life. I just was, no, I'm She just didn't kidding. know about microphones. I wasn't very sheltered. Mm. I wasn't, but, um, I just didn't know how related Vor and macrophilia often are. I didn't, I, I like wouldn't think about them together, but obviously it makes sense. If you're like into giants, you would think about giants eating regular people, including mm -hmm. you, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Is it, did y'all talk about them relatedly? Yes. I, I believe yeah. that we did and listeners can correct us, but <laughs> I, that was so long ago for me, but I believe we did. But the other thing that caller brought up that I thought was so interesting is like where fetishes come from. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I wonder, Oh, you know what would be such a, an interesting episode? There's got to be some kind of psychologist who specializes in that. Because Dan Savage always says, like, he says, we don't choose our fetishes. Our fetishes choose us. <laughs> um, and I don't know how much they are related to childhood trauma or not, or if that is right. one of the main ways, but there are other main ways that they form but I think, I think there really are many things like formative experiences yes. shape your preferences mm -hmm. like sexually and otherwise, you know what I mean? So, you know, it could be positive or negative. It exactly. just has to be yeah. formative. So it's not necessarily trauma, but right. it is always something kind of significant that you can go back to. Like, I like brown haired boys with floppy hair because of uh, the Lion King <laughs> and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Formative. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that because like even in our furry episodes and, uh, and others, like a lot of people in the, not a lot, I, people we've spoken to have said, one day I was just watching The Lion King and then I felt some feelings. And yeah. that, that's yeah. not a dark past the way our caller was talking. That's just like something happened there, you know? So yeah. again, Smokey yeah. the Bear, shout out to Smokey the Bear. <laughs> Only you can get a furry fetish. Only you can prevent forest fires in your hoo-ha. <laughs> what? What did you say, Smokey? What? I have something else to share with you if you have enough time to uh, to, to hear it. I would love okay. to. It's going to be that Trader Joe's clip. Fuck. No, it's not Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> but before we proceed here, if you're game, I have to uh, enact a legally binding contract between oh, me oh and the gosh. both of you. Damn, okay, I'm so game. You're game. Okay. So I'm going to. I'm going to. I was like the irrelevant, know, right? but sure. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> is, uh, sometimes. I wish I was gayer. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Enough. Okay, I'm going to ask you individually because you each have to verbally consent to what I'm about to ask you. Are you prepared? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Allison Goldberg. Do you legally consent to me cloning your voice and generating your voice with AI? I've yes no? literally already done this. I did it in Comedians versus AI. <laughs> oh. so do you give Do you give me uh, consent yeah, to do for it. it? Okay. Yeah. Thank you He's so much. He's not trying that... to break the SAG after a strike rules. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the record. Lindsay Ford, do you consent to me cloning your voice for entertainment purposes using AI and, and voice synth models? For this one time, yes. That's fair. Okay, I accept that. I accept that. Now that we've overcome that legal hurdle, I, with the help of uh, our listener and friend of the show, uh, Evan Engel and patron, uh, have synthesized a few episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast using voice cloning and chat yes. GPT. 
Amazing. And I'm going to play them for you. Is this where you're going to generate a new episode using our voices? Yes. Oh, my Correct. God. Amazing. Oh, I've been, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. So what I, what I think I'm saying to you is if this ends up working, um, I'm going to continue the show without you. You're off the hook, and I'll just send <laughs> you checks. I said one time, so <laughs> Allie, bye. Well, let's see how this goes, okay? Uh, so we've generated... Um, uh, and I'll, I will explain I'm how so we did this in, after we listen because I, it's, I found it really fascinating how powerful and also limited this is. Yes. As, as I'm, I'm sure with Allie, this you and have, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But so I'm going to play you three clips of AI generated Two Girls, One Podcast. And, uh, and, and so you'll listen to your own voices and mine, and then we can react to them. They're very short. Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. Here's the first episode of AI Two Girls One Podcast. Hey, Lindsay, quick question. What is it, Allie? Why did the chickpea blush? I don't know, why? Because it saw the hummus getting dressed with too much garlic. Wow, I hate it here. Let's go inside Trader Joe's. <laughs> I just think it's weird that after 260 episodes, that's the takeaway that ChatGPT had. I just, just a wow, weird coincidence. Wow, I hated hearing that. Let's go inside Trader Joe's. <laughs> Wait, I knew Trader was, Joe's was going to be a part it was of funny it. That I Lindsay knew it. Said I hate it here. Wait, how did you get <laughs> Chat GPT to come up with that text? No, no, what I wrote the... that. I wrote that. But here are the oh, real okay, clips. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, here okay, I want to. I'm going to explain it. how these were made after we listen to them. Okay. But again, what I'm saying here is these are voices that are synthesized from <laughs> clips that we. So that was just you know, your obviously. extended Trader Joe's Rickroll. <laughs> yes, yeah. I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. it. See, Matt, Got I knew it. it. Okay, here's Got here's it. the Lindsay called it. Here's the real thing. And again, I'm going to just state here, just for listeners, that. Uh, voices are completely completely synthetic using audio that we've accrued, obviously. I, I think I fed the, the generator about eight to ten minutes of all our voices, and this is what it came up with. And also, every word spoken here is generated by ChatGPT based on prior episodes. So I have not edited or changed anything in the text, if but that makes what sense. what was the prompt you told ChatGPT? I'll explain that because okay, that's okay. an interesting story in a minute. Okay, here is uh, episode one. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Podcast. I'm Allison, and joining me as always is the fabulous Lindsay. Hey, hey, it's Lindsay here. Ready to dive into some more quirky corners of the internet with all of you. And today we've got quite the treat lined up for you. We're stepping into the fascinating world of Second Life, the virtual universe that's been around for two decades now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, can you believe it? 20 years of Second Life, and I still haven't managed to create my own Dragon Rockstar alter ego. I know, right? <laughs> it's one of those corners of the internet that we've all heard about, but never really ventured into. But today we're diving in head first, and we've got some intriguing stories to explore. Definitely. From Second Life brothels to virtual embassies and even an IRS recruiting island, the virtual landscape of Second Life has given birth to some seriously wild tales. And we're not stopping there. We've got an exciting lineup of guests, including a reporter who's been covering Second Life for ages, and someone who's actually making a living by selling virtual goods within the game. It's a whole new world, and we're ready to explore it all. But before we dive in, you know what time it is. It's time for Matt's infamous trivia challenge. That's right. Get ready to put your internet knowledge to the test as we dive into some unbelievable stories from Second Life. Will you be able to spot the fake one? Oh, I'm so ready for this. I've been brushing up on my Second Life history, so watch out. Well, I'll be putting my intuition to the test. 
Let's see if we can figure out which of these wild tales is too outlandish to be true. So buckle up, listeners, because this episode is about to take us on a journey through a virtual universe like no other. Let's get started. Wow. Wait, I feel like y'all, y'all's voices sound more like you than mine does. Wait, is I'm that sorry, wrong? who's talking? Okay, no. Is this the robot or is this that is Lindsay? Lindsay. I couldn't, okay, this is Matt, real I, me. Listen, I think Lindsay and I sound uncanny valley. I think Matt's voice yeah. sounds exactly, yeah. exactly like Matt. I yeah, I fully agree. I think you and me are slightly pitched down from our yes. actual voices. Yeah, there's something slightly weird And it's, it's kind of in, intense. I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, AI me has a pretty sexy voice. Hey, <laughs> I was Lindsay like, here. AI me is not a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, wow, I'm into that. Here, here's, what I, here's what I'm hearing. Uh, white male voice, spot on perfect. Yep. White female, yep. pretty pretty yep. good. Black female, not, is not, not even great. cutting it. Not even close. Not close. No, I did but think here's about the that. Thing. Like, are, are they training on more white male voices? Me, probably, right? So, you, But yours probably. was, yours felt spot on. Yeah. So, But crazy, I also right? think that, I don't know, I think my voice doesn't sound particularly black. I wonder if it would be better. I think they probably train on more ethnic sounding voices, if that makes right. sense. Like um, newscaster lady voice, which is what I think I have, doesn't mm -hmm. get fed to the algorithm. I mean, we don't know. We don't know how these clones are generated and we don't know the samples they're trained on. But because there's no, well, they you know, must, there's not necessarily I mean, it's transparency. Definitely, it's definitely telling that yours was so accurate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so how did you make it? Let me play the other two clips, and then I'll oh. I'll explain the process. Oh, oh. Are you ready? Wow. Okay. We got Very more. We got more. This is the second AI episode of Two Girls, One Podcast. <laughs> hey there, listeners. Welcome back to another intriguing episode of Two Girls, One Podcast. I'm Allison, and as always, I'm joined by the fantastic Lindsay. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Lindsay here, and you know we're about to explore some of the most unique and unconventional corners of the internet. Absolutely. And today's episode is no exception. We're diving into a topic that's raising eyebrows, turning heads, and sparking conversations all over. We're talking about the fascinating world of adult breastfeeding. Oh, yes. Buckle up, folks, because this is a topic that's got a lot of people scratching their heads. I mean, I thought I'd seen it all, but adult breastfeeding... This is a new one for me. Same here, Lindsay. You know, we've covered some unusual <laughs> communities before, but this one takes the cake. From adult nursing relationships to milk sharing and even the legal and ethical questions surrounding it all. Definitely. And we've got some incredible stories lined up for you today. We're chatting with experts who can shed light on the psychological and emotional aspects of adult breastfeeding, as well as individuals who are actively participating in this unique practice. It's a delicate subject, and we're approaching it with an open mind and a lot of curiosity. We'll be hearing personal experiences, insights, and even some surprising connections to pop culture. That's right, Allison. We're diving deep <laughs> into a topic that's often misunderstood and overlooked, and we're ready to unravel the layers of curiosity and intrigue. But before we jump into these stories, you know we can't resist a good trivia challenge. So, Matt, are you ready to put our knowledge to the test? Oh, absolutely. Get ready to explore the world of adult breastfeeding in a whole new light. Will you be able to distinguish the facts from the fiction? Well, there's only one way to find out. Lindsay, are you feeling up for the challenge? Oh, you bet I am, Allison. Let's do this. All right, listeners. Get ready to dive into a world of adult breastfeeding as we uncover the stories, experiences, and controversies that surround this intriguing topic. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. 
Okay, real Lindsay back here. Now, I feel like this one, Allie sounded better than everybody else. But who the fuck is Allison? Yeah, who is Allison? <laughs> also, the, the algorithm didn't figure out that I always bring everybody into the show. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always having Allie do it, which is so Allie funny. Allie being I, excited about trivia and introducing it, fail. That's yeah. never going to happen. I sound way more organized as a person you know well, so i will also, give it that but also it does, very it gets, like cheesy like common denominator sort of yeah. language you know what i mean yes, yeah yes for sure i also think it's 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 got your sort of intonation down but not your inflection like the mm -hmm. way you say words is is actually really good but the the tempo in which you say it is wrong. Yeah, and for totally. me, it's got both wrong. And for Matt, it had your your energy was wild in this one. Yeah, it was yeah. off. Wait, so that this is interesting. Matt. I'm glad we're listening to these back to back. Getting back to like why is Lindsay's voice model so weird? I don't know. I don't know. I thought this clip you sounded a bit closer to yourself, and the partial some of the reason might be that there are sliders in the voice models, meaning like create a lot of variation, create a little variation. So I've got the slider pushed pretty high into the variation. And you know how I'm not using ChatGPT to, to generate the voices. Obviously, that's a different program. But in ChatGPT, you can you can say, what write me something this. And it generates something, and you can then regenerate it, right? You're familiar with that process. The voice cloning is similar of like, mm. I can generate Lindsay saying Hey everyone, how are you doing today? And then I can say, please regenerate that. And then it will be like, hey everyone, how are you doing today? You know, yeah. and it will it will vary wildly. And that can affect how realistic a single take might sound Got it. in a how, single generation. How tedious was this for you? I'm gonna explain that it was okay. quite tedious. After the third. Yeah, because yeah, when I've wanna... when I've messed around with it with the AI tools, it's yeah, it's it's not tedious. as easy as it's you not... think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fully agree. Uh, do you want to hear the third clip and then we'll we'll keep going? Keep talking yeah. about it. Okay. Third episode of the AI podcast. The future of Two Girls, One Podcast. No, don't do that. Hello, wonderful listeners, and welcome back to another riveting episode of Two Girls, One Podcast. I'm Allison, and of course, here with me is the fabulous Lindsay. Hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> Lindsay here. And today we're diving into a digital rabbit hole that'll have you questioning the very fabric of the internet. That's right. We're taking a journey to explore a place where the past meets the present, where websites never die, and where digital nostalgia thrives. Today, we're unraveling the fascinating world of the internet archive. Oh, I am so excited about this one. I mean, who knew there was a place on the web where you could step back in time and revisit websites from decades ago? It's like a virtual time machine. Absolutely, Lindsay. We're talking about a digital vault that's preserving the history of the internet for future generations. From the earliest web pages to forgotten memes and cultural artifacts, the Internet Archive is a treasure trove of online memories. And speaking of memories, we've got an amazing trivia challenge coming up later in the show. Our producer, Matt, has prepared a mind-bending question for us that's tied to the Internet Archive. Are you up for the challenge, Allison? <laughs> oh, you know I am, Lindsay. I can't wait to see if I've been paying enough attention to the world of web history. Well, let's hope so, because Matt's trivia questions are always a wild ride. But before we get to that, we've got some incredible stories lined up for you. We'll be chatting with archivists who are on a mission to capture the ever-changing internet landscape and the challenges they face in doing so. 
We'll also be hearing from individuals who've stumbled upon their own digital footprints in the Internet Archive, taking a trip down memory lane to rediscover their online personas from years past. It's a journey through time, technology, and the vast expanse of the digital universe. So, whether you're a tech enthusiast, a history buff, or just curious about the evolution of the web, you're in for a treat. But first, Matt, are you ready to stump us with your trivia question? We've got our thinking caps on. You bet. Get ready to test your knowledge about the incredible Internet Archive. Will you be able to decipher the truth from the trivia? Well, we're about to find out. Lindsay, are you ready for this challenge? Ready as I'll ever be, Allison. Let's see if I can impress with my web history know-how. All right, listeners. Get ready to embark on a digital journey through time as we uncover the secrets, stories, and surprises of the Internet Archive. All right, ladies. It's time for a little test of your Internet Archive knowledge. Are you ready for this trivia challenge? Bring it on. Matt, I'm feeling confident. Oh, I love a good challenge. Lay it on us, Matt. All right, here's your question. The Internet Archive's Wayback Machine allows users to explore archived versions of websites. But do you know what year the first ever web page was archived on the Wayback Machine? Was it A, 1991, B, 1996, C, 2000, D, 2005? Hmm, this is a tough one. I'm leaning towards 1996 because that's when the web started to really take off, but I'm not entirely sure. I have a feeling it might be earlier. My gut is telling me to go with A, 1991. The early days of the web seem like the perfect time for the Internet Archive to start its journey. Interesting guesses, both of you. The correct answer is actually B, 1996. Allison, you were on the right track, but it looks like Lindsay takes the crown on this one. Yes, I knew those early years of the web were crucial for archiving. Sorry, Allison. Looks like I'm the trivia champion today. Wait. Well done, Lindsay. (laughs) You've got the bragging rights this time. But don't worry. I'll be back to claim victory next time. We'll see about that, Allison. But for now, let's dive back into our exploration of the Internet Archive and uncover more of its fascinating (laughs) secrets. Absolutely. And who knows? There might be more trivia challenges waiting for you along the way. (laughs) Okay, wait. Am I wrong or did the AI get it wrong on who guessed the correct answer? (laughs) Allie, you said 1996 and I said 91. Correct. Thank you for recognizing me as the the winner. It it got the answer correct, but credited the wrong player with winning. And we (laughs) just went with it. Guys, by, by clip three, I actually found it like so unbearable. Like, one, I was like, wow. Two, I was like, interesting. Three, I was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Well, on three for me, I was like, I just keep, I think I keep getting coded gayer and gayer. Like, in the third one, my voice was so low. I was like, wow, I sound like a sexy Instagram lesbian. Like, what's happening? Like, I'm I'm about to take people on a journey on how to make a shelf to keep all your kids' clothes. Oh, like that's what it sounded like I was about to do, you know, would subscribe. I would, too. (laughs) But also Matt was too excitable and Allie was too chill. Totally. Yep. It's just like the way the language is so like cleaned up and everything. It's just Mm -hmm. so it's robotic and it just really graded on me for the third one. But I still think Matt's voice sounds the closest to Matt through all three clips. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Even if it was too excited. I just, I'm like, I'm a little bit like that AI voice version of me was like kind of hot in a way. Okay, (laughs) Lindsay's falling in love with her own, Uh, basically. (laughs) Replica, here we come. Basically, like it was so. It was like, hey, everybody, 
Uh, what is this? Oh, I found oh. it so creepy. <laughs> I, of, all right, Matt, course, are you going to tell Allie. me what I really want to know, which is how did you do it? Okay. So here are a couple of processes and caveats. Number one, I'm using a, uh, a, a website, software, whatever, called Eleven Labs, which is really up there in terms of realistic modeling. However, I'm only paying for the AI modeling, meaning no human being was involved in tweaking or crafting the voices. However, they do have higher tiers where you can submit sample, 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 and then the AI generates it. And then a human audio engineer or someone goes in there and tweaks the knobs and tweaks the inflection to make it really fucking good. And we did not do that but it does exist. So imagine this, but way better, perhaps. Uh, and then, so once I created the clones of our voices, then I could obviously make them say whatever I want. So then hop over to ChatGPT. What I wanted to do is say to a couple things, hey, go back and scrape all the episodes of 2G1P and then generate new episodes. It f could not even perceive how to do that because we don't, uh, sadly, we don't right. put transcripts up. That's the part I was curious up. about. I was like, I don't know how you yes. do that part. So what I did, so then the next step was like, okay, if I can generate transcripts of three interesting episodes, which were Second Life, Internet Archive, and Adult Breastfeeding, I generated transcripts on Rev.com, which is a fantastic transcription service, I will ag again say I only use the AI transcript tool. I did not allow a human being to transcribe the text. So those transcripts are quite, they're good. They're very good, but they're flawed. A lot of like banter and laughter and whatever is kind of like truncated and misunderstood by the robot, right? Then I took those scripts and I said, hey, ChatGPT, here's a bunch of stuff we've talked about in the past, please generate a new episode about anything related to these topics. Mm. It failed at that because it was like, too much data, your scripts are too long, your prompt oh, is too long. Wow. So then what I had to do was go one by one. Hey, generate a fresh episode based on this Second Life transcription. Generate a fresh episode based on this breastfeeding transcription. And instead of generating new topics, it just created like intro segments to the same episode that I already pasted in. So each one is like, we're talking about Second Life. And to your point, so that's ChatGPT being like, we are definitely doing some interesting things and talking to interesting people. Yes, we are rarely going to be interesting today. Like, that's the limitation <laughs> of that. Then the right. other thing that fucking annoyed me about this was like, okay, now I have the AI-generated text based on the previous stuff. It's not great, but now, but this is what it is. I want to put that in with the speakers because you can identify the speakers in rep. So it's like, Ali's saying this, Lindsay's saying this. And so I want to put that into the 11 Labs voice models and say, please, when this speaker is speaking, make it Ali's voice. When this speaker is speaking, make it Lindsay's voice. You can't do that. It's not a feature. I think it would be fairly trivial in the next one to three years for this to happen. But at present time, that is not a feature of this platform. So what we had to do was strip out all of Ali's lines, feed them into Ali's voice model, generate that MP3, then do the same for Lindsay, then do the same for Matt. Then I handed those files of audio to Evan and he put the scripts back together into a conversation. So like 
the data was there and all of it was generated by robots, but it was a fuck ton of annoying work to put it back together into a form, into its final form, if that wow. makes any sense. Wow. Well, it was interesting and I'm grateful to know that I sound really hot in the virtual world. Um, and like, I definitely played rugby hot. It's interesting because, um, 11 labs is what we use for comedians versus AI as well. Okay, um, great. So, you know, you're familiar with it. Yeah. This stuff is really tedious. And right now, and like one of the issues I'm having with comedians versus AI is that the AI is not good. Right. And so it actually those moments losing. drag in the show. <laughs> well, it keeps losing, yep. which is fun, but those moments drag. And so as a live performance, it's like, mm, actually needed to be a little better. I could spend more time prompting mm -hmm. and make it a little better. It's like a lot of different issues to work out. But then the thing that is scary is, okay, well, how good will it be in five years or 10 years? Yeah. 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 And also, if I had sat down and spent a lot of time with this of like, okay, I want Ali to say this phrase and then the, it, re it generates... And I'm like, mm -mm, no, I'm going to keep syllable A, B, and C of that, but I'm going to regenerate the end of the sentence so that it really, really sounds good. And I'm going to tweak that. I'm going to tweak that. Then I'm going to edit it together in a very precise way that makes it very conversational. I guess what I'm saying is like, as a professor, professional audio producer and editor- It would be easier to call am, me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, but none of this is easy, but what I'm saying is I'm confident that if I spent four hours with this, I could make it sound fucking amazing, mm. but it takes so much work and so much tedium to do it right now yeah. is, is, is my, is my big takeaway, I guess. I'm glad it's still hard. <laughs> I'm scared for when it's not yeah. this yeah. hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm like impressed that you did this and that you did it with three different samples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you could have cool. stopped at one. <laughs> I mean, but I, the variation between them, it, it was boring, was but it, also Was it fun for you to do? The moment, as you know, Ali, because you've done it, the moment you generate the voice and you're like, this is going to this is going to be stupid. Right. And then it speaks to you and you're like, holy shit, my own voice is speaking back to me. Yeah. That's the moment where you're like, oh, my God, this stuff is well, really that's what was crazy. so interesting. Also, in Comedians versus AI is that so the final round was an improvised musical number and the guy <laughs> running the AI took my voice and created a musical number live sort of do, the way you did and then like put a beat underneath it. And then. Nice. It's interesting because from a technological perspective, mind-blowing. But having that play yeah. in a theater, it felt like like what we just heard but worse. You know what I mean? In a theater, it was like, yeah, totally. eh, you know, you're just like, ew. Like it wasn't moving. It wasn't, you know what I mean? So it's interesting because from a technological perspective, so fascinating. But Lindsay, I believe you were there, right? Were you there that night? The first one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he played it, and it was just like, nobody cared. It was like, all right, it's just like this weird AI singing in a theater. Yeah, then and the it wasn't good. Then the performer got up. It wasn't good. The performer got well, up it was That was also a little bit of a mistake because the prompt was off. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The prompt that was fed was been, off. But even if the prompt had been right, I don't think anyone, anyone would have been like, oh, my God, that was so cool. Even though if you're, like, alone in your room doing it, it is cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I It was very I, interesting I for mean. me, like, then the live performer gets up with his guitar and it's just <laughs> it was connecting an, with the audience. He was unbelievable. So it was just interesting how much it paled. But I also kind of think like there are some jobs that are at risk immediately. And I think performance is actually the la is going to be the last to go. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't 
you can't connect with the room until you have a body, until you're at Westward, Westworld. Level. World, yeah. Yeah, but here's what I think. About, I think the music example is really interesting. I feel like there was a moment in music production where it was like, we play real instruments and we're a real orchestra and we're, we play guitar and bass and these are real things that real people do. And then synthesizers and digital music came along and the whole world and music world was like, this isn't real music. It's not real. And it sounded robotic and it sounded bad until a human producer who was brilliant took those sounds and put it together. And then you get synth music and hip hop and every, all the music we know and love today most of it, so much of it is synthesized and it's amazing. It's brilliant. And so I guess my point is like pr- pressing go on chat GPT and getting a song bad pressing go on chat GPT. And then a human being turns it into something amazing. And then you put it on the stage. That is where the art happens. Yeah. But we're talking about the- two different things in the sense that I don't think that will in a live performance context, that will always pale. The same way, but, frankly, I think listening to a DJ versus a live band is not as exciting. Well, I, that's what was, that was my next point. Yeah, yeah. But lots of people like to listen to a DJ and go to DJ yeah. shows and think DJs are awesome. And all they're doing, and not, I'm, I don't mean to diminish a DJ's art form when I say all they're doing is mixing digital files together and right. playing it on a speaker. There is art to that, and I understand why people like it. But that's what I'm talking about. Is this you, this will be what it is in the future for sure, and people will love it. Yeah. Yeah, I just think like at the in the end at the end of the day, if you go to watch a live perf- like comedy show or something like that, it's not going to work unless the AI has a body. Like you can't make eye contact and like do callbacks and crowd hmm. work. Like you just can't mm. do those things. So I do think mm-hmm. it, that like for whatever it's worth, if it really advances to that degree, it's interesting to me that I think performers will actually be the last to be replaced because you'd have to In replace the full body as well. Theater, yeah, stand-up yeah, comedy, live, those live are narrow versions yes, of live yes, performance. Yes, yes, and yes, I agree yes, with yes, you. Yes, yeah. For sure. For sure. And I think it's great that the that the strikes right now are tackling AI. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that that is it w- they have to hold strong on that because it's it's yeah. gonna get people are like oh it's it's not gonna be good for a while and i'm like but that while is a short while it's a short That's while correct. until it's it's yeah, very I think, usable and I think it's really good that that they're making demands before it's a problem it's t- yes i mean that they've got them i mean if anything it's already late to me making those demands but. right right but this is the work thing where that I think about a lot is like it's you still you're making a Marvel movie, right? You still need a human being to create a crowd of people in New York City and then a lightning bolt hits or whatever. You still need a one person, a digital artist at a computer to generate all those extras and screams and CGI effects. So the the art is still made by a human, but it's made by one human instead of a thousand humans on yeah. a set. Yeah. And that, that's the point. It's not robots yeah. making art. It's it's way, way fewer humans making the same art that we already right. know and love. That's right. the problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you can't stop it. If you can make a movie for $12 and it's just as good as a movie that was $40 million. No, I mean, and so many jobs have already been replaced. Someone posted yeah. this on Instagram and I DM'd him to be like, did you fact check this? Is it true? And he said, yes. But it's like, <laughs> apparently mm-hmm. already a lot of scenes are just on a green screen, which means... Oh, for sure. 
Oh, yeah. dre- but like not even Marvel movies, I'm saying. I'm saying like oh, the yes. example he yeah. gave was like a boring fucking room. But that means like people who used to do like um, location scouts, set dressers, Correct. like they've already Correct. been replaced and we haven't been talking Correct. about it. Exactly right. That's, so I do think a lot of jobs. It. Yeah, it's problematic. Um, but uh, speaking of our robot overlords, I need to go get a new phone, y'all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Well, friends, thank you for joining us. And again, we're looking to do more Vor episodes. So if you're listening in, please hit us in the Discord. We'll we'll message y'all there as well. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. That was quite a journey you took us on. And my name's Allison, and I'll see you next time. Ew, gross. <laughs> yeah. So please jump into our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash 2G1P, especially if you've been listening for a while. Even a dollar is really helpful. You can also follow us across social media. I'm at Allie, A-L-L-I underscore G-O-L-D-I. I am at The Lindsay Life across all platforms. If you want to leave us a voicemail like yeah. that wonderful man. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And you can email us 2G1podcast at gmail.com. All right, Allison and Lindsay. Apparently I'm the fabulous Lindsay. So Fabulous Lindsay. <laughs> we will have more interesting trivia for you next week. <laughs> Great job, Robot oh, yeah. Matt. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Heart your faces. <laughs> <laughs>